0: I've started to populate my background now with posters and images because I've, no, got, I've noticed, yeah, yeah you know, New Pagans, they've got a live stream for their debut album It's Friday Tomorrow! Oh, yesterday, when this podcast goes out <laughs> Irrelevant for the people listening <laughs> This is Sheer Isolation It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello one and all, thank you for tuning in, you are with us on sheer isolation, uh, myself John Ponting here in Cricklade and Kira Moore is back home in Joe Bridge, hello Kira. I am today, This was last week I was in the uh, work one night this week, I'm back at home, starting to populate my background with posters and images of all the people that have been involved with us for the last y- nearly a year John. Nearly a year of not really doing much apart from the virtual stuff obviously, but that's going to change soon. Very soon, very soon. And I can you. see you've, you've changed the dates of your John and your ultrasound as well. Yes, I have. Yes. So uh, updated posters, um, accurate dates now. So ultrasound is Monday the 16th of August 2021 in Moles in Bath. So if you're a fan of alt, indie, prog legends, ultrasounds, they'll be playing in Bath, which is great. And then in October for his autumn, rescheduled autumn tour, we have the absolutely sensationally, magnificently technical John Gom, who's playing at Emmanuel's Yard in Trowbridge, um, he has to be seen to be believed. He racks up millions and millions and millions of views on YouTube because he's just a sensational guitarist. To me, in my mind at least, he's one of the first musicians that came off of YouTube to become famous off the back of what he did on YouTube. Quite a success story, that. Oh. It's so nice that you're talking about gigs that are actually going to happen in the not too distant future. We're talking later in the year, but that's, that's going to come around very quickly. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully by next, this time next week. <laughs> so, um, If you've not guessed already, the purpose of sheer isolation is to promote the local music scene, which is starting to wake up after 12 months of being completely under the covers and, and being wiped out. Uh, we've got a couple of tunes we're going to play for you uh, today, as always, from local bands. We've got uh, a chat with Mighty Festival organiser, Rich Swatton, who will be joining us to talk about the Mighty Festival. Although Mighty is a small village in North Wiltshire, for people who, who don't know, that they really punch above their weight in terms of uh, the lineup they have at the festival so we'll be talking to him it is going ahead this year fingers crossed <laughs> maybe maybe like like we were talking with them um, Andy last week about 2000 trees just get a, you don't, you wouldn't need as many Zorbs for Mindy because they're a much smaller capacity that, that one could be more feasible to hold up an entire festival within Zorbs <laughs> within Zorbs <laughs> you need smaller Zorbs there's a lot of kids there you can have a children's orb pit do you reckon you could have like a, an adult Zorb with a kid's Zorb on the inside so you could just roll around and the kid could just roll around with you Oh, see, I was thinking, put the kids in smaller Zorbs, and then you can use that as a ball pit for adults in the bigger Zorbs. Oh, yeah. There's lots and lots and lots of options here. <laughs> yeah. Local Zorb manufacturers, do get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, um, we'll start off with a track then. Our guest, Rich, has been very greedy this week. He has chosen two tracks that he wanted us to play. Um, so we thought, well, well why not? Why not? Yeah, well, well, I mean, he, he technically, he's in one of the support, in one of these tracks, But um, I I like to think more than him asking to be on it. We said, Rich, would you like us to put your song on this week? And he said, that'd be delightful. Thank you very much. So (laughs) rather than requesting it, we can look at it that way. Why not? So this is a a track from band The Dirty Smooth, which is a Wiltshire four piece. They describe themselves as kind of groovy pop rock, which I think suits them really well. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Bang on. That's exactly what they are. Groovy pop rock. They are called the Dirty Smooth currently, but the band members have been in various guises in the past. I remember they, they were in Bullet Train, the porn issue. They, they kind of regenerate themselves as different band names, but uh, they've been with you the Dirty do. Smooth for a few years now. It's for pro- arguably the best incarnation of the Composite members. It's their best band, I would say, since all the bands that they've done. I think this is probably the most realised of sounds, so um, yeah. I'd, I'd agree with you on that, yeah and have, have a listen for yourself, yeah. this track was uh, released uh, about two years ago, I think it's called Seed to the Spark Hello
1: Are you lost in the dark I don't know Is there a seed to the spark in the dark I don't know if there's a sea to this spot
0: That is seed to the spark from the dirty smooth really good band as uh as South and karen was saying the, the this current form of, of this group that they're, they're very easy on the ears really good band yes and, uh, um, i believe they're playing at mighty festival this year as well well if you're going to run your own festival of course you're going to book your own band i mean it makes sense it makes <laughs> a perfect sense doesn't it <laughs> I, I would if, if i was in that situation where i had a festival and i was also in a band my band would be the the stand-in you know, I wouldn't put them in the lineup, but you can guarantee at some point over the weekend, a band will pull out. So you'd always get a gig anyway. Yeah, that's true. And then that way you can be heroes rather than uh, people going, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spot on, <laughs> exactly. Spot on. So in that case, it's time for us to introduce this week's guest. And, and this week we have Rich Swatton from the Mighty Festival. And also drummer and local musician who's renowned across the southwest for all these millions of bands he's been in over the years. He's a busy boy with music, isn't he? obviously one of those people that just lives it so <laughs> so uh, mighty festival is one of the newer festivals on the calendar it's only been around for a few years and obviously last year it didn't happen at all so i think this is the fourth mighty festival it's 2017 so it's 17 18 19 no 20 21 so yeah fourth but they've carried the lineup over so that was nice yeah so uh, yeah we'll have just hand over now to, to rich and we'll talk we talk to him just about uh, what the plan is for this year
2: our first year was in two thousand and seventeen. It was basically set up by myself and one of my mates after too much wine. And uh yeah, it's it's it kind of started off as being a, an idea to put a few bands in a field and it's kind of snowballed from there. We we never really Im- imagined, I guess, in our wildest dreams that it would go, you know, as, as successful as it has in such a short space of time. Long may it continue. So we ran it since 2017. Also,
0: uh, give us the um, sort of DNA of the festival. You know, how, what, what sort of music is it? How do you go about your bands? Um, how do you build your shows? That sort of thing.
2: It's quite a mishmash of all sorts. I mean, we, we, try, we try and keep it local as much as we can. Obviously, we, we book headliners to, to get bums on seats, ultimately. But we've, we've kind of got a rule that I, I allow myself somewhere between three and five max bands from out of town i like to keep things within within a sort of 20 25 mile radius of ninety because we we've, we've got a decent music scene here There you know there's a lot of good bands and that was ultimately the reason we started the festival in the first place because there was festivals around but there seemed to be bands coming in from london and you know wherever else all around the country playing these local festivals you know we've got so many good bands around here that weren't getting a look in so yeah we, we kind of went went with with that as an ethos
0: I know mean, at Mindy, but you, you mentioned the headliners that you get and the, they are some pretty decent sized headliners, aren't they? I mean, you've, uh, this year you're, you've got space on the lineup, haven't you? We
2: yeah. had Top, top Loader and Republica last year, the year before we had uh, Neville Staple from the Specials and Chesney Hawks. This year we've got... Um, you're laughing, I can see. I'll tell Chesney you what, Hawks, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chesney Hawks has probably been one of our most popular acts that we've ever had he's been and he was an absolute gentleman as well
0: so chesney hawks i'll tell you a story so chesney hawks played the 12 bar in swindon's before the 12 bar closed and uh, he did, when he played his set the, the whole show had sold out sold out really quickly when he did his set he came out he did the one and only and he said right if anybody wants to stay and watch the actual show stay and watch the show and <laughs> he basically gave the audience the opportunity to watch the one song and he said about 80% of the audience stayed, some, some left, um, and they had a great night. It was a riot. So, yeah, just backing up what you said, he is a gentleman and he is really lovely.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's a really nice guy. This year, we've, we've pretty much rolled over what we would have had last year. So we've got uh, the Friday night, we've got Doctor and the Medics uh, are playing. We booked them before the lockdown to play what would have been our fifth anniversary festival. So uh, we, we've got an extra headliner this year. Before then, we've got... a. Uh, an Oasis tribute band. Oasis is. Well, I was the... just
0: looking at your lineup. You've got um Jesus Jones playing.
2: Yes. Yeah, Jesus so, Jones. Um... On and then Dreadzone as well. On the and Dreadzone.
0: Of... Yeah, that's a fantastic booking. Sorry. Like having the, the Village Festival and, and having kind of a, a fate-like feel to it, and then at the same time in the evening, you're booking these internationally known acts. When you first decided to do that, that must have been one hell of a risk that you and the team decided to take. What was the process? <laughs> Like, how big do we want to go in this first time of, of
2: booking somebody? Because I, I wouldn't have the balls to do that. It wasn't meant to be this way. We started off and we, we put a line up together for a, a date. You know, we got about five or six mates bands and stuff. And we thought, well, right, we'll put a stage in a field, make it local, village festival. And then as you're thinking about it, you think, right, well, we need toilets. Right, we need beer. We need food so so then you then you think of the infrastructure that has to go around that right okay well we are doing all, we're going to all this work so we might as well make it 3 days because and and get our money's worth out of that okay that in, that then increases the cost of it so before you know it you're at a cost of 20 grand plus just for a little little festival and then you think blimey how are we going to sell enough tickets to sell this so so you think well we've got to get a name of some sort to try and draw people in we were really kind of, the, the first year was really kind of shaky in terms of that. And it was only someone who was involved with the festival was due to be having a 60th birthday. And rather than spending his money on a 60th birthday, donated five grand to the festival and then put another five grand in the background and said, this is your fallback. If it all goes completely pear shape, this will see you through to your second year where hopefully you'll make the money back. And as luck would have it, we've never actually had a festival that's made a loss. So, but, that's amazing but news. I, I think had it not been for that, we, like you say, we probably wouldn't have had the balls to do that.
0: So um, let, let's look back on last year. Obviously, everything got cancelled. Your, your date is um, quite early on in the festival year,
2: isn't it? So it's usually the first weekend in July, stroke the last weekend in June. You, sometimes mm-hmm. it'll roll over a little bit over actually over the join but yeah so
0: basically if you're a festival goer you've got glastonbury festival weekend then you've got mighty festival weekend and then you've got Two Thousand Trees festival weekend three weekends running
2: yeah
1: who needs work anyway
0: (laughs) (laughs) so so who who needs work on money (laughs) that does mean if if the restrictions are lifted as as scheduled currently you will be one of the first maybe even the first festival in the region to go ahead
2: yeah probably yeah i mean we're kind of, um, we can't really afford for any, any setbacks at all in the programme because we've got, I think the 20, 21st is a Monday, uh, the 21st of June is a Monday when everything's meant to sort of get back to normal and you can start licking people's faces again. But, um, I mean, we're due to be putting up Harris fencing on the Saturday before that, two, two days prior to that. So, I mean, we, we are really, really tight on schedule. We start full site construction four days after the after the lockdowns opened up. So it, it, it's it's really
0: freaky bum <laughs> time.
2: Yeah. We need we need we need yeah we need everyone to keep their fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> like, so. How how would you sell mighty to them in in comparison to other festivals? What have you got the edge on?
2: I think it's just a really nice little family festival. I mean, we we don't try to be be something we're not. We know we know we're a small festival, but. It is a family festival. We we we, char- we charge um, a little fee for the, for the kids. But when you get in there, the, there's a load of stuff for the kids to do that's absolutely free. So, you know, rock climbing walls, we've got bouncy castles, there's kids' craft stuff. Um, one of the things we've focused on in the last couple of years is um, a team tent as well, where we, we basically put sofas, we've hooked it up with Wi-Fi, we've got gaming consoles, a pool table, music equipment... You, you might know them actually. The guys that are going to be running it this year are the guys from Riverbank Studio in Chippenham. I was
0: going to come uh, on to that, but you've you've broached it already. So uh, Tom Tom Mallard in the Riverbank in in Chippenham.
2: Yes, so I mean they, they've obviously got their their sh- studio community outreach project. So yeah, we we approached them and said, look, we really need someone who to run it who's going to engage with with the teenagers, maybe do music workshops, maybe do all that kind of stuff but really properly try and get them involved. And, and they, they seemed right up for it. So it's, it's a perfect match, really.
0: So, Rich, how how do you find... Uh, this might be a touchy subject. I don't know. How how do you find the, the villagers or the rest of Mindy? Because your festival is pretty much bang centre in the middle of the village. It's not like you're on a farmland that's miles away from anywhere. So there's a lot of community around you. Do you get on with everyone?
2: Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh... Up and up until we'd done this, there there hadn't really been anything in Mindy. There'd been like village fates and stuff like that, but there'd not really been anything, to my knowledge, like like it. So um, we have to keep the villagers on site because about 140 of them volunteer for the festival to help out. So do, doing shifts in the bar and car park and all sorts. But yeah, it's it, it's good. I mean, the the thing I like about it most is probably. A few of us have discussed this, actually. We actually enjoy the setup week as much as the festival itself. It's just such a great laugh. A load of guys and girls, like, having banter all week. And it's, it's, yeah, it's just a really nice feeling of camaraderie.
0: It's probably something you all missed last year.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. right. It was, um, I think everyone's missing contact. I mean, I'm of, well, sort of of sane mind, I guess. But, I mean, I, I feel for I feel for a lot of people that are not necessarily entirely together and that are going through this because it's affecting me, definitely, not having social contact with people. Of
0: course. And uh, music is such a unifying thing. So... Yeah. You're going to be the that first... Like I say, of the first festival that can happen and everyone's just going to rejoice. Um, yours is going to be the most crazy because that's the first time people are going to be allowed out. So... <laughs> Well, by the time bit, at late July August rolls around, they'll all be old
2: hat again. So There could be a lot of very drunk people there, I think.
0: So, um, yeah, it's just to remind people um, what the dates are and uh, where they can find out more uh, info on the tickets.
2: It's the 2nd to the 4th of July, and tickets are available on our website. There's all the lineups are already published on our website, which is uh, www.mightyfestival.co.uk
0: we asked you to pick a track, uh, Rich. I know you picked two, and we're going to play yes. both of them. But uh, the, the one that we're going to play next is by Enter Red. So, do you want to tell us why you picked that one?
2: Well, I'm, I met Enter Red back in a in a former life when they were called Falling Fish. Um, going back about two or three years ago, down at Watch It Music Festival, and um, they were quite young then, probably what fifteen or something like that. We saw them play, and it was it was very much, you know, these guys have got talent. It's rough around the edges, but they're clearly really talented. And I was quite interested to to see them play it and then get them up to Mindy Music Festival. So we got them got them to come and play two years ago now, um, at Mighty, and they were a bit more polished. And then from what I've seen, it, it's been really nice watching them grow as a band online because they, they do post quite a lot of stuff online. And I think, you know, they've got a very bright future ahead of them. This year we've we've actually Offered them um, a pretty decent slot on the main stage on the Saturday night. I think they're playing like, like seven o'clock in the evening. So, um, seven eight o'clock in the evening on the on the Saturday night on the main stage at Monty. That was just because I really wanted to try and do something for a young local band. We we spoke as a as a committee and we wanted to do almost a bit of a like John Peel leg up for a, for a young band. So we went for that.
0: Super talented bunch of kids, um, and I think you've you absolutely got it on the head there. You've identified that they've got talent, and that they you know they're definitely hopefully something we're going to be proud of in the next few years.
2: It makes you sick, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> it does. Yes,
0: it does. <laughs> 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 this next one's called Break Your Bones. guys so that was uh, a band called enter red the track was break your bones and that particular recording was from the louisiana they did a, a session recording in the louisiana i do like it when um when bands get into a venue and they, they can just do it without a crowd and they can have a proper I like the stuff you do at the uh, in bridge really yeah really let loose yeah so what's some news john i think it's about time to talk about news yes what have you got So very simply put, um, the town hall in Trowbridge, which has been, you know, getting there with regards to opening for a number of occasions because of lockdown, it's been postponed or cancelled or whatever. They're now in a position where they are looking to book a series of very simple, straightforward, acoustic-y style, solo-y, duo-y type shows um, in late May, June, July, um, possibly as far as August but basically, if you're a musician, you're a duo or a trio or whatever, and you want to come play, you need to get in contact with Trowbridge Town Hall, obviously in Trowbridge, uh, Town Hall Arts, and you need to speak to a chap called Gavin, Gavin Osborne. Um, he is looking to, he's looking, he's a point of contact for programming, drop him a line, drop him an email, drop him a Facebook message, and ask to play. Is that the same Gavin Osborne from Wiltshire Rural Music? Who we have Correct, on? same Gazborne, yep, same one. There we go. <laughs> that kind of links into what i was going to say because just looking on the various social networks venues are now putting shout outs to say oh, we want to start booking gigs from july or from august or whenever they're comfortable doing it so it, it's this feels like we're definitely coming out of the tunnel now it's it's really 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 interesting because reading festival announced that they were going ahead and sold out in seconds but they still haven't got as far as i'm aware And this I did check the other day, but they still haven't got local authority authorization to go ahead. They haven't got their license. But moreover, the insurance side of the industry, at the moment, there's no money in the insurance part. So at the moment, no festival going ahead has its venue, uh, festival insurance. So um, very interesting to see how that all transpires over the next three months before they will start kicking kicking off. Mm. Yeah, April and May are going to be big months for that industry.
2: Yeah.
0: In, in terms of um, music in the, like the pub scene and, and the, the small venue, I suppose they'll be able to get going pretty much from day one because they, they, they don't need any prep time. Not like what Rich was saying, like you need two weeks yeah. to, to put together a village festival. God knows how many weeks you need to put something like Reading together. Quite right. But yeah, no, I think you're right. I think from the 17th of May, it's 50% capacity and events are allowed to happen. So I think I mean, probably, you're absolutely right, from the off, even from that Monday, I imagine they're probably going to be able to do events and that will almost certainly happen. No, no rants about PRS or anything this week? No, not yet, not yet. Not uh, yet, a week's no still early. Yet. Just brewing. <laughs> uh, yeah, gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us, send us any uh, new music videos or any news that you've got. Uh, we will be back same time next week. Kieran, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. It's, it's so nice when you're not as hyper as you were last week. <laughs> yeah, that was quite wound fun. Up. I don't know if you were hyper or wound up, one of the two. Thanks, everyone right cheers for that we'll be back
1: next week see you later later taters bye bye bye